Welcome to Wellversed, where we bring biblical principles of governance to governmental leaders and you. This is the Wellversed podcast. Well, we thank you for joining us for this special interview. Uh, we have the privilege of talking with a member of parliament from Finland, the former minister of interior of Finland. I'll have her talk about who she is, and then you know, in a moment you're going to find out why she is being interviewed at this time. I'm going to try to pronounce her name, and then I'm going to have her correct it. I will do the best I can, and my apologies to her that I don't say it quite right, but Paidi uh, Rysanen, uh, something like that. I'm going to have her say it in a moment how to pronounce it correctly, but it is such a joy and an honor to meet you. You are a hero to us. We've been following your situation for some time. We praise God for your boldness and your courage. You really encourage us. So we welcome you to the World Prayer Network and tell the story. Well, pronounce your name first. Tell a little bit about you, who you are, and then tell the story of what happened to you. Welcome. Thank you so much. And, and uh, I, I, I want to say that uh, you are an excellent pronunciation. <laughs> you you pronunciated it, it excellently. Uh, so my name is Päivi Rasanen. <laughs> And uh, dear Christian brothers and sisters, let me start by expressing my deep gratitude for all the wonderful support and prayers I have received from this network. So I'm very thankful for all, all prayers. Uh, and I have to say that during this process, which has lasted almost three years, I have very concretely felt the power of prayer on behalf of me and Finland during, during this tri Bible tribunal, as we have called <laughs> this process. So I have been a member of the Finnish parliament for 27 years. Cool. Nowadays, uh, I am uh, the chair of the Finnish Christian Democrat parliamentary group. Um, before I was the chair of the Finnish Christian Democrats, the party for 11 years. And I have been also the Minister of Interior uh, from uh, 2011 to 2015. And then at that time, I also visited USA and Washington DC. Um, my husband, Nilo, he is uh, the principal of the Finnish Lutheran Mission Bible College, and he's a pastor. Uh, we have five uh, grown-up children and ten grandchildren. And I'm also a medical doctor. I studied medicine and worked uh, as a medical doctor until 1995, when I was elected to the Parliament of Finland. And um, during my university studies, I led the missionary work among the university students. Uh, we went from door to door talking about Jesus to other students. And as a physician, the ethical questions were very important for me, especially the question of abortion. And it aroused my interest in politics. Already as a medical student, I decided not to end a life uh, through abortion. Defending 
the life of unborn children has been my top priority as an MP. Uh, and I want to tell you that I have um, uh, had a privilege to know Jesus from my childhood. I remember all the impressive moments at the Sunday school from my childhood and me praying that Jesus would enter my heart and take me as his own. And I, I was only five years old. I, 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 uh, I'm grateful that Jesus heard my prayer and has been faithful during these decades. Um, and I have to tell that in my childhood, the Sunday schools were common. And for example, in my village, which was, by the way, only uh, about uh, eight kilometers from the border of Soviet Union <laughs> at that time, I lived in, in the border, borderline of, of the Soviet Union. But at the time, all children uh, uh, used to attend to Sunday schools. But in only a few decades, the faith of the Finns in basic Christian beliefs has dramatically collapsed. For example, in a recently published inquiry, only 4% of women under 35 year old answered having a personal belief in Jesus. Uh, for all my long career as an MP, I have been open about my Christian faith. But the last couple uh, of years have been very surprising. Um, in last year, on April, the Prosecutor General of Finland brought three separate charges against me. And I have been in the Helsinki District Court twice this year. The starting point of this process was um, in June 2019. Uh, I belong to the Evangelical Luther Lutheran Church of Finland, which is the majority church, church in Finland. And I have to say that I was shocked when I heard that the leadership of my church, the bishops of my church, uh, um, announced their support to Helsinki Pride event. And uh, uh, I was praying and I got uh, on the prayer a vision when I asked that, is it now my time uh, to leave the church? But um, I got a vision uh, that the church is like a boat that is sinking. And uh, now it is not my time to jump out of the boat and try to save myself, but uh, it is my time to try to speak so loudly that um, the people would wake up who are sleeping. And I took a photo from uh, the Bible, uh, from the book of Romans, from 
the first chapter, uh, verses 24 to 27, where Apostle Paul teaches about uh, the relationships about, of same-sex couples. And my aim, uh, the, the aim of my criticism was the leadership of my own church, not any minority. I asked that how is it possible uh, that my church is celebrating uh, the acts that uh, the Bible calls sin and shame as a matter of pride. And I had a deep concern about the church teaching against its confession and that this uh, will undermine people's trust on God's word. And then the question is not only about marriage, it's also about salvation, the trust on, on uh, God's word and the trust on the solution to the problem of sin, what Jesus has done for us on the cross. Then a citizen made a criminal complaint against me for the Twitter posting. And uh, the police started a criminal investigation and um, interrogated me. And when this uh, came uh, in public, then there were several other criminal complaints that were made. Uh, the second charge was about an old pamphlet that I had written already in 2004. Uh, the title was Male and Female, he created them. It takes a stand on sexuality and marriage from a Christian perspective. I would say very classical view of, of uh, uh, marriage in, in Christian churches. And then um, also, um, there was um, a third charge about my views presented in one radio interview. And um, earlier, the police released a decision that my pamphlet gave no cause for criminal investigation and noted that if any of uh, these writings in my pamphlet would be considered sufficient to fulfill the criteria for the crime, then also the distribution of the Bible would be considered a crime and thus punishable. And in these two latter cases, the prosecutor general ordered the investigation against the policy's recommendation. So there were about one and a half years of police investigation, and uh, I have sat hours in police interrogations altogether, 13 hours. The questions in, in police station, they have focused on the Bible and its interpretation. Uh, what, uh, police asked me uh, what the message of the letter to the Romans is and uh, what do I mean by the words sin and shame and so on. 
Uh, and then Topolis also asked if I agreed to delete within two weeks my writings. I answered no. I will stand behind these teachings of the Bible. Whatever the consequences are, I will not renounce my faith or recant what I have written. Uh, then uh, this year we have had uh, these trials and on uh, the end of March, the Helsinki District Court acquitted me of all the three charges. And I, I was very happy <laughs> and relieved for uh, the outcome of the court. Uh, the ruling of the court was unanimous. There were three judges. And um, uh, now I'm waiting for uh, the decision of the prosecutor if uh, she is going to appeal or not for this uh, outcome. Uh, she has time until the 29th of uh, April to do the decision. And she has said in public that it is very probable that she will appeal. But uh, all the time I have had a very strong feeling that this has been my calling. And all this has been in God's hands. And I have been very grateful uh, that uh, God has given so many possibilities to tell the good news, the gospel about Jesus in front of uh, the police and in front of courts and also in front of media. Uh, so that in Finland we have had a lot of discussion after that about Bible and the letter to Romans and about the concept of sin and also salvation. Uh, and and I, have ha I have got a a lot of thousands of messages from Finnish people, from, from, from Finnish Christians who have told that God ha has raised them uh, up to pray for Finland and for me. And, and also ha I have got messages from people, also from gay people, who have told that they have uh, started to read Bible and they have also uh, found uh, Christ in their life. Um, so, if this process continues, I believe that uh, it is God's will, <laughs> and and I I'm ready to defend freedom of speech and religion in all necessary courts if it is needed. So I have very calm mind at the moment. Whatever will happen, I, I believe that it is in, in God's guidance. The high international interest in this case rises from the concern that if this kind of questioning of free speech is possible in a country like Finland, which has a good reputation regarding free speech internationally. The same is possible in any, at least European country. 
and, and in many, many countries in post-Christian world. Uh, because um, I, 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 I can tell that in the latest rule of law index, Finland ranked third. So it is alarming that in a country that ranked so high in rule of law index, uh, I have been criminally charged for voicing my deeply held beliefs that are based on classical Christianity. But um, I have been thankful for also uh, for people abroad who, who have told that they have been praying for me and praying for Finland. And I believe that when God raises people to pray, he has a good plan. He has something in his mind, <laughs> what he is going to do. Um, in Finland, the media's viewpoint has been very biased. Uh, it tends continually to give more space and voice to liberal perspective. And nowadays, Finnish people are divided regarding issues that have deeply to do with values and the majority expresses quite liberal thoughts. And also we have the problem that many of the conservative-minded people are silent about these issues. And I think that it is also the reason for the whole process that we have been too silent about what Bible teaches about these issues. So I have, um, I have said that now it is a time when it is very important to encourage each other and encourage Christians to be open about their faith, because the more uh, we are silent, the narrower becomes the space for expression, the faith and, and uh, the truths of the Bible. Then, I want to tell something about the trial because it was very absurd. <laughs> uh, also, the prosecutor at first on the trial assured that the trial would not be an inquisition. Uh, she targeted the core doctrine of Christianity. Uh, and she claimed that my views are known as a doctrine which, which she summarized as love the sinner, hate the sin. And she said that this doctrine in itself is regarded as insulting and defaming. Because according to her, you cannot make a distinction between the person's identity and his or her action. So if you condemn the act, you also condemn the human being and, and regard him or her as inferior. And this is a very dangerous statement. And it goes against the Christian view of man and also against a common sense. Uh, and I, I would say that here, the prosecutor tries to deny the core message of the Bible, the teaching of law and gospel. God has created all human beings as his own image, and we, are, we all have equal value, but we all are also sinners. And, and saying that we are sinners, it is not insulting. 
it is it is a truth that we are sinners in in front of god and no one's human dignity decreases because of sin god so loved all the people that he gave his only son to die on the cross to suffer the punishment that belonged to us because of our sins if we can't teach about the sin then the people do not need the message of the salvation and the thought that you couldn't make a distinction between the person's deeds and uh, and and his identity is unfamiliar to life and the rule of law even the most notorious criminals do not lose their human rights or human dignity if they get a punishment for their deeds and especially in court this principle should be very clear i think that um, we are living at a time when the effects of christian culture to the society is narrowing the breaking of the christian worldview is visible when we think uh, for example of the protection of life at the very beginning or at the end of life or defending marriage as a union between man and wife and the battle between values is largely fought with language by capturing the concepts like love freedom equality or even rainbow into new new interpretations um, these criminal procedures are attempts to restrict free speech and freedom of religion and the same kind of development is visible in whole europe the rise of cancel culture uh, the idea of uh, publicly defaming and trusting a person who holds certain beliefs out of social media or professional circles is a threat to any free society um, and i have to say that it is strange and it has been some kind of shock that uh, we have go gone so far just in finland nowadays it is politically incorrect to say anything negative about for example uh, gender ideology if someone would have asked how many genders a person has at at the time when i started my career as a mp people would have considered the questioner quite stupid but nowadays it is very useful to speak that we have several or hundreds of <laughs> different kind of genders um, if we do not uh, um, now use our right to speak freely the space to use our rights will get even smaller and i i think that uh, we are especially as christians called to stand firm in those parts of the scripture scriptures which challenge the current 
ethos and thinking. And Christians should encourage their countries to adhere to their national and international commitments to protect the freedom of speech and be courageous in speaking according to their faith in the public. In Romans, Apostle Paul exhorts, he, he says that, uh, do not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It is good to examine and be aware of which values at any given time are contrary to the word of God, because too easily we just go with the flow. The Christian church has at all times been forced to live contrary uh, to the spirit of the time in one way or another. The prosecutor claimed in court uh, that um, Rasanen, Päivi Rasanen can believe uh, certain things in her own mind, but she cannot express her faith in this way. I have to tell that I encountered this same kind of limited understanding of religious freedom when I was the minister uh, of interior. At that time, I was also responsible for church affairs. And I had a discussion with uh, the Chinese minister in charge of religious matters. He visited Finland and he said that in China, you can believe in your own mind, whatever, but it is necessary to restrict the freedom to express your faith if it, is if, if it increases tensions in the society. It was, uh, it was uh, dangerous thinking, and now I have found the same in my own country. In public, the prosecutor general has also stated that although Rasanen was convicted, it doesn't mean that the Bible should be removed from the libraries. You can still refer to the Bible to Koran or to Mein Kampf, because it is not forbidden to discuss about historical texts. But what is essential is that, uh, do you agree with it? And this is, uh, I, I would say, this is uh, very um, dangerous, because for us Christians, it is essential that we can agree with the Bible and we can express that we agree with Bible. And I think that ultimately the question here is about the core of Christian faith, how a person gets saved into unity with God and into everlasting life through the sacrifice of Jesus. Uh, a conviction based on Christian faith is more than only 
and opinion. We know that the early Christians, they didn't renounce their faith in lion's caves. So why should we then renounce our faith, for example, in a courtroom? And um, in, in the Bible, in Old Testament, the Queen Esther, she was encouraged to speak up and act on behalf of God's people, the Jews, with a question. And who knows, you may have been chosen to your royal position for just such a time as this. And I want to encourage you all, <laughs> the same question can be asked from us today. We have not ourselves chosen the time in which we live, but exactly for such a time as this. You were born to love your neighbors, to pray, and to hold up the gospel. Uh, in, during uh, the uh, Second World War, uh, the Finnish Winter War, uh, the late president of Finland, Kyösti Kallio, he called our whole nation to pray in Christmas uh, 1939 during a very difficult wartime in our history. And he stated uh, these words. He said that our ancestors have over the centuries in tribulations, persecutions, and in the days of peace, drawn life, strength, and comfort from the Bible. At the present time, our nation needs the creative power of the Word of God. Let us adopt with a humble faith the blessings of it. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. So I think that this, this is a very topical, topical word and encouragement also to this time in, in Finland and also in, in, in our world. And I want to thank you all and, and encourage you. Um, so thank you for attention. Well, this, Thank you. this is really excellent. Boy, that was, we're so honored. We're so honored to hear the story from you. I just have several questions. Uh, if you are found guilty, yeah. the result, the punishment would be or could be what? Uh, we, ha we have a legislation in Finland about uh, uh, agitation against uh, minority group and the maximum ma maximal punishment would be two years prison but uh, or or a fine and in my case the prosecutor is demanding uh, a, uh, i would say heavy fine the heaviest fine that we have in our legislation so in in my case it would be a fine and what kind of a range of in U.S. dollars is he talking about? 
I I I don't know know if I can <laughs> turn it to U.S. dollars, but uh, uh, I would say that the total number of all costs costs for uh, this process, if it goes to Supreme Court, it would be about um, three hundred thousand euros, uh, and about it, uh, it is not. Uh, only the fine, but, but all, all the costs, uh, but uh, also uh, they are uh, tens, tens of thousands of, uh, of uh, euros, uh, the, fine, the fines. But I, I don't remember the exact, exact yeah. sum. And of course, it depends uh, about uh, the next court also. If it goes uh, further. In, in our US Constitution, we have what's called the First Amendment. The First Amendment is freedom of speech, assembly, religion. Uh, you, you obviously have something comparable to that. Is your How is your Constitution written as it relates to freedom of religion and freedom of speech? Yes, we have uh, in our Constitution, we have um, it, it guarantees the freedom of speech and freedom of religion. And uh, when uh, in, in court, I appealed to this, uh, to the constitution, and also the court uh, state um, based its decision to our constitution. So I, I was happy for that. But um, we have, as I told, we have also these hate speech laws in our uh, legislation, and uh, uh, and and that's why uh, the we have a different kind of, of law than in United States. So I, I think that you have um, you have better guarantees for freedom of speech and religion. <laughs> so I hope that uh, you you would have also in future this kind of. We uh, in our Supreme Court case here in 2015 called Obergefell versus Hodges, uh, so-called same-sex marriage, not marriage in God's view, but same-sex marriage became legal in the U.S. Does Finland have legal same-sex marriage? Yes, we have. Uh, we have had a couple of years this uh, this law, and. Um, uh, so the same-sex couples are in um, in in same. Um, they have the same status in our le legislation as as heterosexual marriages. But uh, when I told about our church uh, in in Finland, we have the Evangelical Lutheran Church, and it is a majority church. There, are, uh, seventy percent of people belong to that church, and and in in our church. We have only uh, 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 the marriage is only between man and woman. So uh, the the church uh, does not have uh, official permission for marrying same-sex couples. But then we have many bishops and many pastors who uh, who still marry same-sex couples. So. 
as uh, I told, uh, the leadership is quite liberal. Is are, are there is there conservatives among the leadership, or is the all the leadership very uh, leftist on this issue? Uh, we have inside the church. We have uh, also conservative groups and conservative pastors, and I would say on some way also some some bishops who have uh, conservative thinking. Uh, so the church is divided. It is very divided. And we have all the time, we have a lot of discussion in, inside the church. Yeah. I, I, uh, when we talk about the churches here in the US, I, I would contend they're not divided. It, what's happened is there's the true church, then there's the apostate that have violated scripture. And uh, you're, this is me speaking, not speaking for you or anybody else, but uh, uh, the, the, the true church stands firm on scriptural truth and the apostates, the apostates don't. Did you, uh, um, how, many, how many members of parliament are there in the Finnish parliament? We have 200. Uh, uh, and then you have, you have multiple parties, is that correct? Yes, yes, we have about 10. Ten parties. Yes. And uh, is the party you're part of, is that particular party, the Christian Democrats Party, is that, are they standing firm uh, of one man, one woman marriage in that particular party? Yes, 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 we are standing firm. Yeah. And uh, we have, a, we are a small party. We have nowadays only five members in, in our parliament. Uh, we have had um, maximum has been 10, 10 members, but, uh, but we have a very clear stand on, on this issue. Are there any of the other 10 party, other nine parties that also defend one man, one woman marriage? Uh, I, I'm sorry to say that uh, there are, that my party is the only one who has a very, a clear stand on on this issue, but there are there are several members in other parties who who uh, who have conserv conservative stance, and and um, and um, there are also uh, Christians uh, who who uh, who have. Um, I would say there there are also like-minded Christians in other parties, but uh, they are individual members in these parties. <laughs> I, I, so, I wonder if among the 200 members of, of Parliament, here they are seeing someone, you've been in the Parliament for 27 years, is that what you said? Yes, yes. So you, you are you are well known, you, you know. Uh, the part, and then you were Minister of Interior, so you yes. worked at the top echelon. Um, are there, are there, here would be my assumption, uh, that there would be some who are against you politically who would see this as a chance to take you out. There would be some who would be opposed to you politically but recognize this isn't right, but they're hesitant to say that. There would be those who agree with you but they're silent and they're afraid. And then there's a, probably a tiny group that are with you and willing to go online for you and defend you. That's my experience here in the US. 
am I all correct in my application of the support you may have or not have in, in the parliament there? Yes, I, I would say that perhaps you are right also <laughs> about uh, the Finnish uh, political atmosphere that uh, I have been I have been a long time in 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 politics and uh, I would say that all Finnish people know me <laughs> and uh, and and so I have a lot of uh, also opposition in in Finnish society. Uh, there have been uh, during these past years there there have been also before this case there have been several occasions when uh, when I have got um, uh, opposition for example I can tell that um, uh, when I was a minister of interior um, there was um, I, I was speaking in in a Christian event, uh, in in summer event uh, uh, about uh, an, about uh, the Christian view and and uh, how we must obey more um, God than than man. And uh, after my speech, uh, there were made about fifty complaints. Uh, uh, that I have, uh, as a minister, I have encouraged people to break against the law. <laughs> what I absolutely, I didn't say. I, I only say that said that um, if um, if the secular law asks us to do something that God forbids us to do then we have to obey more God than man. And there was also a long process, uh, but uh, I want a case <laughs> at that time, and I would uh, continue as, as a minister. They tried to, there, was, there were a lot of um, people who tried uh, to get me away from, to be a minister in our government, but uh, as I said, I won at at that time the case. So uh, I there, there have been in 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 my political history there have been that kind of cases, but uh, I have got also a lot of support. So this is the situation. Well, I, I, am, I am so impressed with you and so proud of you. Uh, you are the tip of the spear. And what you have discovered, once you're willing to be the tip of the spear, there, there, there will others will support you and come in behind you. They just don't want to be the tip of the spear. And you are the tip of the spear. And you're, you're willing to stand for biblical truth. Uh, it's it's it's, it's going to be fascinating. My my graduate work is in church history and historical studies. It's always fascinating who is remembered uh, after they're long gone. Who are the people who are remembered? It's the people who stood for moral values. Those are the ones that we revere. Uh, everybody everybody loves to talk about Dietrich Bonhoeffer, but nobody wants to be him today. 
because he paid a high price. And uh, you're willing to stand and take the heat. And we have such respect and admiration for you. I've kept you a long time. So I'm not going to keep you longer. But I have one very lighthearted question. So people may not know that you are also quite athletic and you have a hobby or a sport that you like. What is it you love doing? Yes, I love cross-country skiing. <laughs> and I have to say that I'm so happy that I'm living in my, in my country that I love, <laughs> that we have so much snow here and, and for a long period in my hometown that, uh, for example, this uh, winter I have been, I have had a, a challenge to uh, ski uh, 1,600 kilometers. <laughs> and yes, so it, I, I, I love to ski in the forest to see these beautiful sceneries and, and exercise. <laughs> Wow, wow. That must, uh, that must really help your mental health, your spiritual and emotional well-being. After all you've been through, those times alone with God out in God's nature must be highly inspirational to you. Yes, yes. And to pray there. And I have to say that I have also, um, I have um, um, my iPods, uh, air, AirPods, yes. <laughs> and uh, I, 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 I'm I have some meetings there, but I'm also listening uh, Bible <laughs> when I ski. <laughs> so, so I, I I can I can listen the Bible and pray also there skiing in the forest. Well, we are eager to meet you in person, either when you come to our country to Washington D.C. or we got to get you out. You've not seen California, so you need to get out to San Diego. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, or we'll come, we want to come to Finland sometime. So we want to meet you and see your wonderful country. Uh, yeah. We really just admire and respect you. And I'm going to have my wife pray for you right now. My wife, Rosemary, she's been to Israel 71 times. She's passionate for Israel and uh, she's traveled to many countries, but you know, we've got to get to Finland. Of course. And okay. Finland is always, always in Israel. Every time I've been there, there's Finnish people. There's um, multitudes of Finnish Christians who love God, who love Israel, especially they come during the 10 days of awe to the All Nations Convocation, praying 24 hours a day for their country, presenting it before the Lord in Jerusalem, praying for the nations. And then they're marching in the Feast of Tabernacles, Jerusalem, march faithfully with their flag greeting the jewish people so truly finland is a sheep nation uh, finland is a righteous nation even if it may be a remnant as our dear sister is a remnant the bride of the lord and an example to us all god doesn't look for the majority always he looks for the quality and so even as he's shaking all the nations now he's winnowing the, the wheat from the tares and the wise from the foolish. And, and we pray um, that Finland remain strong and shine in the midst of, of Europe, but the whole world as an example. And for those precious believers like our sister who boldly takes position for the kingdom of God and holds 
Finland continually before heaven's sight, preparing for Messiah's coming. We are so grateful for you. And Father, in the mighty name of our Messiah, Yeshua, Lord God of heaven's armies, we ask for a multitude of your hosts to surround her, to uphold her, to cause her to be um, even more brilliant um, in what she says, but let your light shine upon her, even as you were upon Moses, because you were with him as he led the people against the um, slavery and the oppression of a pagan government. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for her wisdom, for her understanding, that you counsel and give her might and strength, and especially the anointing, uh, the baptism of Jesus, the baptism of fire that was on the early church. Father, you are releasing it now on your end time remnant bride. And we thank you, Lord, that multitudes, even in the valley of decision, will come and choose to be with you. So, Father, let your mightiest warring angels surround her. Let her have health and strength and vitality and divine protection, even to the level that the fear of God would come upon all those who would uh, confront her, that would dare attack her for her righteous stand in you. And we're so grateful to join with our sister and our sister nation. And let us continually pray for one another, pray for Finland, pray for divine protection in these last days and all that um, we have to face in the near future, preparing for your soon return. In Yeshua's name, by the blood of Jesus, we cry out and thank you, God. Amen. Well, we, uh, I want you to just know we're, we're going to continue to pray for you, uh, Bobby. We, we just so appreciate you. Yes. And we speak, we speak avalanches of blessings upon you yes. and the protection of the Lord around you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Yes. Amen. The, uh, the World Prayer Network team uh, is going to be praying for you. And we're going to update them. I want to I stay in communication with you. Uh, so that we can know how to continue to pray for you, lift you up, encourage you. Uh, just see us here in the U.S. across America. There's a lot of cheerleaders uh, for you. I'm very, very, very grateful for you. So thank you so much for this time you gave us and the privilege to hearing your story. And we'll be in touch more in the future. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please read the show notes for additional details if you would like a copy of the book or resources mentioned. Remember that WellVersed is a 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. We rely on your support and partnership. Thank you for listening to the WellVersed podcast. For more information, please go to www.wellversedworld.org.